Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. This is Denise Salcedo with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, and this is the weekend edition of the Busted Open podcast. On today's show, we're breaking down the brawl between Jey Uso, Paul Heyman, and Solo Sokoa on SmackDown. We'll also discuss the U.S. title invitational. Is it LA Knight's time to become champ? And we talk about the chaos surrounding the WWE Women's Championship. You won't want to miss it. The big takeaway from this is that Paul Heyman, once again, continues to try to manipulate both Jimmy and Jay, right? By getting in the heads of both of them and trying to turn them against each other. However, based on the actions that we have already been seeing the weeks prior, it's already crystal clear that Jimmy and Jay's bond is not breakable. In fact, it's unbreakable. It's been very, it's been made clear. It was made clear the second that Jimmy super kicked Roman and then Jay had to do his whole decision. And when he finally decided, Hey, I'm going to be with my brother at that point, it became an unbreakable bond between he and, and, and Jimmy. And then on top of that, you have last week, the second he decided to come out there and snap and attack solo and attack Roman and challenge Roman at that point, He became a different kind of man. And so you're right in the sense that this week, I think we should have seen Jey Uso be the one to have the upper hand on Paul Heyman to maybe make Paul Heyman a little bit scared, a little bit. I think Paul, I don't, I think he could have gone in there a lot more. Yes. A lot more because I feel like I came out of this going, Oh, well, look at Paul Heyman. He's at it again, manipulating the brothers. Yeah, and I, I also feel like at some point somebody's going to have to point out to Roman what it looks like again. They they showed him a little bit. You know, look at you, how you treat us, how you talk to us, and yo 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 yada, yada, yada. So now I want to see somebody go, Roman, you, you, be, you become Darth Vader. And Paul Heyman is the emperor. He's the real tribal chief. You're just the enforcer. And now you have to reverse mind melt 
Roman Reigns to to him to start to kick out and see and Paul no no my tribal chief I'm not and 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 I'll do all this thing everybody know the story of Darth Vader. The emperor was the one that was pulling the strings, getting him to do his biddings. He's not valuable. Kill him. Anakin didn't want to kill the uh, anybody. But the emperor made him do it, convinced him to do it. Didn't make him. I, excuse me. I misspoke. He convinced him to do it. And then once he felt the power and, wow, life is in my hands. I can do with it what I want to and feel no guilt about it. That's where Roman is. Roman is Darth Vader. He feels no guilt behind turning a brother against a brother. He feels no guilt in pushing his own family in the face and saying, you disgust me. Who does that? Evil. I like that idea. Evil. Paul Heyman is pure, unadulterated evil. Everywhere he's ever been, from punk to Lesnar, all the way up to now. Even even the videos, you remember the videos that they showed where he was with the head shrinkers? Yeah, yeah. What was Paul doing? Evil, tripping people, doing he was doing all the dirty. So, and he's not lying. 30 years of hate and turning the families against. He, listen, you can do what you want to, Denise. You can believe Paul Heyman if you want to. I would rather trust myself stopping a boulder from rolling down a mountain than to trust Paul Heyman's word. Oh, and I'm that's stop the this truth boulder. right there. That's the truth right there, though, because it's easy. You, you don't have to be wondering what is Paul Heyman's M.O. We know his M.O. You just said it right we now. Know. He's not to be trusted. He is evil. He tends to always put himself above others, even through, like, again, the master manipulation, the tactics and everything that he does. The little things, even just the little things backstage with, with the way that he tries to slowly get Roman to do things, right? But Roman, for the most part, has been able to... Maybe not always fall under the thumb, but Paul Heyman's really good at getting his ideas maybe into Roman Reigns' head there for a minute. He's always going to be there. You know what happened? What? At the end, Darth Vader took the mask off and sided with his son. And I think that at some point down this story, it may be a year from now. It may be two years. I don't know. But it's going to come a day. Roman is going to turn to Paul and go, your services are no longer required. I've hurt my family for the last day. If we decide to be evil, it's because we decide to be evil, not because you told me to be evil. 
So that'll be a great mark in pro wrestling. The other thing that you mentioned earlier about wanting to see some of the elders, Rikishi, you know, all these people get involved, right? Because this is where this you have to at some point deliver on that end, right? With this whole story. Do you think yesterday with Paul Heyman mentioning his father, his mother not being able to forgive him, that that was the official planting of the seeds that we're getting closer to this whole thing actually happening? I think so. Uh, I think that at first there will be some dissension in the family because Roman Roman is 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 out of line, and and people are going to try to if if Rakishi goes and tries to straighten him out, then maybe his father. And uncle are like, no, 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 it's not your place to do that. It's my place to do it. What do you mean it's not my place to do it? I'm family too. And then you, there looks like it's going to be some angst between everybody. But really is Roman getting his hand slapped by his dad and his uncles. And then him realizing that it's not going to be tolerated, that that's not the way the family works. And you're going to go to a higher council. And the tribal chief is just that. The day that you become the tribal chief is the day we'll let your ass know. Until then, be a good soldier. Hey, everyone. It's Howard Bender from the Andy Up podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. The person who ended up winning the Fatal 4-Way was Santos Escobar. And I was a little bit surprised by that. I was actually expecting it to be Grayson Waller, but it ended up being Santos. Um, Mark, let's get started there. How did you feel about the uh, first Fatal 4-Way match in this United States Championship Invitational match? Uh, At first, I thought it was a little, you know, crowded. Um too much was going on. You got to sometimes take somebody out, uh, take two people out and let two people work and let it get going. But after, once it got, you know, over halfway, they slowed down, they settled in and it became what I thought it should have been. And, um, like you said, to my surprise, Escobar came out. And uh, I, I was happy with it. I think I think it's gonna it's gonna this is all gonna play out very well. I was happy with it too because it's not like how do I say this? Santos Escobar with the LWO. One of the criticisms that I personally had 
way back a couple of months ago was that you had this really cool act of the LWO, but they weren't even getting wins. They were just taking all of these L's left and right. And so to finally see Santos Escobar get the win. And here's the thing, like while I was watching this match, one of my favorite people in the match was Santos. I thought he had so many good interactions throughout it all. So I was happy when I saw Santos win. So now, uh, Mark, we're going to be having another fatal four way, and that's going to be Rey Mysterio. LA Knights, Cameron Grimes, and Sheamus. And we also had LA Knight go out there yesterday and cut a promo. He comes out. He has a pretty nice reaction once again. He kind of brings up how people have been using his name for clicks and for views. And then he says that he's the best decision WWE has ever made. He's coming for the U.S. title and that sooner or later he will be champ. Do you see LA Knight winning this U.S. championship invitational? I do. I, I but I also saw him winning money in the bank. At some point, where does the tire meet the road? <laughs> when is it gonna happen? And results are the best way, Denise, to prove to me and prove to the fans that what we say means something. The fans have said it all. All you got to do is listen to it when his music hits. They, the fans say it all. Now it's up to the company. And whether or not they actually do it, that's the big question. But here's the thing. Yeah. I'm surprisingly feeling confident about this. And the only reason I'm feeling confident that LA Knight is going to win is because, come on, can they do it? Can they do it again? Because I wasn't expecting him to win Money in the Bank, right? I just thought that there was too big of a question mark there as to whether or not they would do it. Now I'm seeing this as kind of like the alternative. We didn't have you win the Money in the Bank because we had other plans, other creative plans that just benefited more for Damian Priest. So I feel like they cannot not have LA Knight get the win here because I, I'm thinking like, okay, I'm looking at the other options and it's like, yeah, Sheamus is freaking awesome, but he's kind of got his own, like he's, you know, he's doing his own thing right now Been with the brawling group. Exactly. Cameron Grimes, I feel like would be great because I am a fan of Cameron Grimes, but Mark, they, they still haven't built him up on the actual main roster to get the people going. Yeah. You know what? Cameron Grimes is the guy to win this. And uh, you know, so for me, it feels like this has to be LA Knight. It has to be. I mean, like I'm, I'm saying it because I'm, 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 uh, I'm jaded like the fans are. I believe that if you work your way into being over, and you earn that, and you didn't, it wasn't pushed down your throat, it wasn't a, a fluke thing that happened, it's a, it's a combination of things that happened to get him to this point, and it's time to pay the dividends. It's time to pay it off, and the, and the biggest payoff would be him winning and being able to share that with the crowd. And you have to have them get the win here because I feel like right now the issue that I'm feeling and Mark, I, you tell me how you feel about this, but I've been coming into SmackDown watching the show, right? And it always takes me a couple seconds to be like, oh yeah, who's our US champion again? And it shouldn't be that way. 
Nope. It shouldn't be that way. I'm not forgetting that Roman Reigns is champ. I'm not forgetting Seth Rollins is champ. I'm not fa- I'm not forgetting that Gunther is champ. And so I'm sitting here going, we need right now a story surrounding the U.S. championship that reminds us that this championship is on the roster. This is the person holding it. And this is what we're doing with it. And right now, it kind of feels a little bit forgettable. Not, not only is it feeling forgettable, it's feeling like a, a level down title. You, you, don't, you don't want that. You don't want people to, to associate that with, oh, that's the lower title. If it's a title, you're supposed to honor it. And I don't feel like that it's being honored right now. Yeah, so they need to get the belt, I think, on somebody. They're either going to have to, if they don't want to take the belt off of Theory, they're going to have to spice things up with Theory. But if not, give the belt to somebody else. Let them have a go at it and see what they can do. Because they need somebody like Gunther, what he did for the Intercontinental Championship. We need somebody yes. like that for the U.S. Championship. Yeah, you do. And, and they were on the way to doing that. And it didn't go to the right person. Right. And then, like, they also teased Grayson Waller, Austin Theory, because on commentary, they made sure to mention, like, oh, yeah, you know, Grayson Waller has been, you you have been compared to Grayson Waller a lot. And they even had this, like, little moment where they were kind of arguing with each other. And so I'm wondering, okay, so where does Grayson Waller fall in on all of this? Because he's been getting the rub, Mark, from, like, everybody. We had his, he had his match with Edge. Last AJ week, Styles and Edge. Exactly. We the moment with John Cena back to NXT, more stuff with AJ, uh, Shawn Michaels as well. So right now, it seems like all of the stars are aligning for Grayson Waller. So what do you do now? Oh man, I I, I feel like you, uh, Grayson Waller, down the road gets to kind of be the first one to take a stab at it. Maybe he has to beat somebody. Um, of value to get to L.A. Knight. And, you know, they, they work together in NXT. Like, they know they know each other. And it's just, you know, you just do a continuation of what you already got. And it's like, oh, man. It, it, it's one of those things where I get it. I get it. They want to stick to the story that they're telling. It's very clear because you're seeing, for example, just with the money in the bank right now, right? You're seeing the plan that they clearly had in store, which was a little bit of beef between Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Then, of course, that all played into the actual match with Finn Balor and Seth Rollins that exact same night. And then they clearly have plans to, uh, you know, whatever they want to do here with the Judgment Day. So it's very clear that that's why they felt the need to put the briefcase on, uh, on Damian Priest. So I feel like in that sense, I get it. But I do also think that there have been so many times where they didn't deviate, like you said. And so I think that's why there's a little bit of this jadedness, right? Hey, are, can they actually do it? Who knows? So for me, I do feel more confident in this one because I feel like the signs are all there in terms of they set this up to where I can definitely see Santos Escobar, LA Knight, and then having LA Knight get the win here. Because if not, I don't know what other direction they're going to do unless they want to keep holding this off. Well, I mean, you look at the bigger picture and 
just like you said, what they're doing with the Judgment Day, they had plans on doing. And think about if you're Finn Balor and Damian Priest and all of this stuff was promised to you and now all of a sudden they go, uh, is that fair to them? And we got to think about it from both sides as a company. I don't want to piss my people off and have them lose faith in me and go, well, I mean, do whatever you want to do. And now you don't get the maximum effort out of people. You got people moping around, not wanting to do, not wanting to come to work, not wanting to do this, not wanting to do that. Like, I'm sure that L.A. Knight understands, but it's hard. I guarantee it's hard to deal with every day. It's got to be. No, I'm I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But in a way, I feel like if I'm L.A. Knight and I'm going to put myself in his shoes for a second, Mark, and you tell me, and you have the crowd behind you like that, wouldn't you at least feel like a sense of, you know what? I might like, I'm going to hold my chin up, man. Like I'm going to hold my chin up because I know that the people are rooting for me and people are hearing that. Like I would get a sense of pride in that. That's, that's that, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, it's like kissing your sister. Just, it just <laughs> oh, don't no, do that's it. Not, that's it don't do it. <laughs> It don't matter about the, if you don't get the accolades, like it's, it's just an empty hollow feeling. It's not, it's not meant to be. I don't see it like, I don't totally see it like that. I think it's just a negative thing. I mean, it's going to be a negative thing until he, uh, until he gets a chance to win the title and that he can hold that title up and it says, you know what, guys? I did the work in the ring, but you did the work in the audience, and that's most most important. And I want to thank you. And he puts that love on the crowd. L.A. Knight will be a wrestling god when that day comes, and they know it, and they know they can wait on it. But for how long, Denise? How long? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's coming. I think it's coming. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Honestly, Man. my gut feeling is saying this is happening. And, it, and, and I'm shaking my head. I feel oh. it, Mark. I can't tell you. I feel it. It's happening. I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the vision here. Man. Because the second, me. I'm telling you, the second Grayson Waller did not win that match, I started going, hmm. All right, something's going to happen here. And we were even talking about this. We were even talking about this after the Money in the Bank. We were like, well, what do you do next with LA Knight? Does he technically need the Money in the Bank briefcase to go on and win gold? No, he doesn't. Okay, so now this feels like the proper opportunity. So now I feel like they're getting all their ducks in a row. So uh, I don't know, maybe I'm a fool, but I got some hope there. I think this is what they're going. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Point with. Hey everyone, Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league, or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app free for most subscribers. What we end up getting here is Charlotte Flair manifesting a win for Bianca because she wants to face her. Bianca says she doesn't want to jinx herself, but they both basically fall under the lines of, hey, if you win, I want to face you. And so they kind of made a decision to have a match with each other if it, if Bianca were to defeat Asuka and completely left out Asuka. If I'm Asuka, Mark, I'd be freaking pissed. Oh my gosh, man, you talk about a slap in the face. You basically have just had the deal made around you like you already lost. Yes. How horrible is that? But nonetheless, the way to the end, what is taking so long with cashing the briefcase in? All you got to do is say here and then go. That shit took five minutes. <laughs> They've been milking then, it so much to where you don't believe they it. They milked it. I mean, man, they filled the whole bucket up. They milked the whole bucket. And it just looked like mass confusion. Like, if you're going to do it, get in, get out, let it go. Don't play with it so long. Like, play with it so long that I lost interest. And then all of a sudden, then uh, Oscar spits the mist in Bianca's eyes and it's like the high tailing with the briefcase after that. I'm like, what are we doing? It was just a Keystone Cops thing to me. Exactly. So what we got was a D ended up being a DQ because Charlotte gets involved. EO gets involved. Bailey gets involved. And this kind of, mirrors the same thing that we saw last week, which was this beatdown with every one of these women getting involved at some point. And so last week, we also saw EO try to cash in. Then we see her try to cash in again this week. So Mark, here's what I think they're doing. I think that they're fully aware of the conversation surrounding the women's money in the bank briefcase. And that's that they never hold it for very long. In fact, they always cash in right away like just even last year we saw Liv Morgan cash in that same night on Ronda Rousey and win the title so the women don't ever really get to hold the briefcase as long as the men and so I feel like now they're making sure to do that have it go a little longer but also milk and tease this potential cash in but now it's to the point where they're overdoing it. And then also overdoing it. They, you know, they're not going to actually do it that night because you can tell because when there's an actual cash in, it is fast, man. It's like, here's the briefcase, ring the bell, ring the bell. And they go, yeah. right? This time it's like, and, oh, here's 
Sisters. And it's usually after a knockdown, drag out match to one of the competitors can't even really continue to, to keep fighting. And then they're, they're dragging ass and all of a sudden, boom, the cash in comes and they have to try to shake it off. And they're like, you ready to go? You ready to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they go at it. And then the person with the briefcase usually takes the advantage because they're fresh and the other person is damaged somehow. If we all know that, why are they still doing it the opposite way? I don't know. I don't know. But I don't, I don't, like, I like being teased, but they got to set it up for me to actually buy it. As a viewer, I want to say, oh, my God. I want to get out of my seat and be like, oh, my God, this is it. They're finally going to do the cash in. And they've taken that away now. Yep. And that's not a good thing, Denise, because it makes people go, Um, let me see what's going on on the, with the NBA Summer League. Let me see what's going on baseball tonight. Uh, maybe I'll look at some <laughs> of this Temptation Island. Like you flip the channel. Yeah. And you don't yeah. lose interest. And, and you know who suffers? The talent. Not just that match. The people that are in the match afterwards. Right. Because when you make the flip the channels, they may not come back in time for the next match. You're hurting yourself. I don't mean to just, you know, be the bearer of bad news, but you're killing your own ratings. So like are you, you ex are you expecting to see Oscar? actually hold the championship past SummerSlam? No. But don't 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 tease me or not tease me. Don't allow me to know it. I know it now. The hmm. only way that it don't happen is if they go, "Ah oh, shit. Well, we let the cat out the bag." Now everybody knows that it's going to happen. So, okay, let's just leave it on her. And then we'll create some mass confusion. And maybe we'll make it a women's battle royal. Or we'll make it a four-way. Or we'll make it a six-way. Then you got to start grasping at straws. But the way that they proposed everything last night, It's gonna be, it's gonna be um, Charlotte and Bianca. That's that's what is is going back to, because you know what? That's what draws money. Yeah, like I'm expecting the triple threat. Oscar's clearly. not drawing money. She's not. And it's because, because they it's never set her up Oscar that way. Used to. They never that, said you're they, right. There you go, Denise. You said they it. never set her up. Yeah, and that's the they problem. They never like, set even her for up example. to be the Oscar that we all wanted to see, that we love seeing. The Oscar that we saw two years ago in the elevator. Ooh, ah, let's go. And Oscar can work her ass off. She wanted her and Bailey. You can flip a coin and just. 
figure out who's the best wrestler. The best wrestler entertainer, Charlotte. Right there, close second, Bianca. But when it comes to technical wrestling, Bailey is, is special. She's special. She taught a lot of them girls. Women, excuse me. And you see it. You Oscar's see it in Bailey. Unbelievably talented. And they just didn't do right. I mean, you know what? It's not Oscar's fault. She's gonna do what the what the company wants. And I had a feeling this was gonna happen because they've done this with Oscar before. They've done this with Oscar before. And Bless at the Rumble. Heart. Yeah, exactly. At the Rumble, when she came in, you know, she had her, you know, different look and you really thought, oh, okay, like this might be, you know, this might be a a new start for Asuka. This might finally be it. And her winning the title. And not only that, she ended Bianca Belair's long range. She had a very, very long range. She was undefeated. She was keeping the title for a very long time. And they didn't really make too big of a deal about that. I wish they would have, they really would have sold that, made it just feel much more of a big deal having Asuka defeat Bianca Belair. So then you have Asuka win the title. And I feel like the people, one of the reasons that people wanted to see EO Sky win the Money in the Bank briefcase is because people wanted to see a program between Asuka and EO. A lot of people wanted to see that. And we did get that tease. We got that tease on the Grayson Waller effect. And has anything come of that? Not so much. Not so much. So, and it feels like they can do Charlotte Bianca. They can do Charlotte Bianca. They don't, I don't know. Do you think that they need to have the title involved to tell a compelling and a compelling story between Charlotte and Bianca without the championship? Or do you think that one of them needs to, needs it? I, I don't think that they need it, but I would rather them have it because it would add more to both of their legacies. Charlotte, she's already, you know, you, you want her to be, uh, have the most wins of any wrestler, not just female. And she's got the potential to do that. excuse me, and Bianca said it best. I was the longest tenured champion in the modern era, and it didn't take me to lose it 16 times. I was like, oh, my kids. So the battle of supremacy is between Charlotte and Bianca. That's where the money is. That's where people want. Everybody want to see them. But how do you get there? And that's where we are, Denise. Asuka is an interim champion until the real champion gets the title. And it's sad, but it ain't it ain't her fault. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah, exactly. It does I feel loved like more of a transitional thing. EO. I would love to see they her. They can still and do that. They'd have done it right. They can still do that. They, they can, can still definitely do still do that. But it doesn't. I don't know if that's if that's what they're gonna do. I have no idea. Like clearly, Charlotte Bianca is gonna be phenomenal. 
just like in ring wise, it's going to be phenomenal where you don't even need the championship involved because I do think that just because their in ring work is next level that man, people are going to be into that. And so I really would like it if they built up Asuka as the champion that I think people have wanted her to be for a very long time and have her have these, you know, feuds and matches and whatnot with people like Eosky and so many others. And then you already have, uh, you know, you're starting another woman's storyline with, with Shotzi, which we talked about earlier, and Bailey, which we talked about earlier. And so I like to see these different levels, these different stories being told in the women's division where it's not just for the WWE Women's Championship, but you also have these other stories. And so I feel like you can have your strong champion in Asuka doing her thing with the Women's Championship. You can have Charlotte and Bianca do their their whole story until it's time for, I don't know, Bianca to become the champion again or Charlotte or whatever they decide to do. And then you also have this other story right below that with Shotzi and Bailey. And so to fill it out, fill out the women's division with your top stories, you're in the ones that kind of follow besides that, because that's what you see with the men. And that's what we need to see with the women as well. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.